Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Last time on Lakeshore and Limbo. Uh, you find a contract saying that there will be a lifetime of infinite wealth for the price of one firstborn to be replaced in the mortal world by one fairy infant. However, there is a clause that states that all contracts signed by the party of the second part will be void upon the vocalizing of his true name in his hearing. Here's the thing. We could just do a flat exchange. You give me 20 years. I give you the names of the fairies that are currently active in the mortal realm. Or we could gamble for it, which seems a little more fair because I want to help you out. We are bartering with that which is most precious to us. And now... The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather. At Lakeshore and Limbo. high-rise and tree-lined easternmost arm of North Water Street ends abruptly as a dream, in a chain-link fence. Beyond it, one can see cars gliding past on the overpasses of Lakeshore Drive in the distance, for there's nothing behind the fence but a field of gray dirt and a ring of trees which fails to hide a deep circular hole in the earth the size of a city block. Before you, there's a gate and then there's another guy standing there on the gate, played by CJ. Oh, <laughs> uh, hello. Oh, hi. Um, are you... I, I need to get in here. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, first night on the job, but I'm security. Oh, are you? That's... Oh, my gosh. Can I actually... Can I give you... I wanted to... I used to do security, and I have just... And what? I start reaching into my jacket, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to pull out my sleep dart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm going to hit him with it. Just, like, stab him with it? With my... I imagine that I'm shooting these darts. Just at very close range? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I could just stab him with it. That's no, no, no. Good. I want you to do what you want to do. <laughs> it's your choice. Do you want to point-blank sleep dart this child in the face? It's or? a child? I'm 18 years old. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to... Pull it out with my hands, kind of like stealthily, and I'm gonna like get it in his like neck. <laughs> All right, I want you to roll one for that. Come on, that is no. a no, but uh, no the, oh, no a no and. and oh, the child, the young man grabs your wrist, kung fu flips you to the ground, <laughs> and steps on your back, and he pulls out his walkie-talkie and no, master I- said there'd be people like you. <laughs> I but am... the ancient art of Taekwondo has prepared me. All right, stand down, stand down, stand down, stand down, sir. All right, I'm just checking. Good for you. You're good at this. Oh, I, oh. Sorry, I'm like, have you heard of a secret shopper? Yeah. I'm like a secret, like, Thief? criminal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So we're just, I'm just checking to make sure that everything is on the up and up. You've done a great job. Oh, thanks. Uh, My first night. Yeah, I'll get out of your hair. Oh, thank you. I'll get you. out of your hair. Okay? Oh, great. Hey. Uh, Keep up the good work, kid. Hey, keep up the great secret 
crime. Thank you. Is anybody else around here that I need to test? I'm pretty sure it was just you, but no, I want to double me, check. No, just me and these you. two deadly instruments called my hand. Woo! <laughs> Sassy, this is your lover? Brenta Brenta! He, he is so, so scrawny. Hey, who's that? I'm, I'm Brent Braun. Can I just start running? <laughs> Where are you running to? I'm just gonna like... Wait, what? what is the landscape like around it? All right. is it so we have like the chain link fence. There's the chain link fence. And are there any trees or anything? They There are, but they're sort of manicured. They're in those little, oh, you know, street tree God, cages. sucks. Yeah, it's pretty much just fence, uh, skinny young man, and giant hulky nurse behind you. Oh, my God. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... I'm gonna have to ask you two to leave hey. immediately. Okay, all right. And then hey, I, I'm I, gonna walk over to Brent and I'm gonna grab his arms and I'd be like, "Is this what you want? Is this who you want to see me with?" Fine. And wait, then what? I just start walking away as quickly as possible with Brent, my arm around Brent, and I'm talking to him like he just he doesn't think he's good enough, and he just broke up with me, Brent. And I I just need you to walk with me. I need you to walk with me. Ah, uh, I'm so sorry. You know, I used to work here. Did you really? Yeah. I used to be on the construction team that was working on this skyscraper. Do you happen to know how I could get in? I mean... Look, I'm hurting right now, and I just... I need to look down into a bottomless pit, just like my heart right now. Anything for you, Sassy. Oh, Brent, you're so sweet. Yeah, actually, I put this fence up as well. I was on the crew when this, uh, when this, got, this work site got condemned. He shows you another gate that you can get in. It's also locked, so you're going to have to do something about that. But he, yeah, he stops and goes, I mean, this is where, this is where my dreams died. Oh, what exact, what happened again? Can you? I don't know. The economy crashed and things started getting real weird around this pit and everybody sort of started seeing stuff. So we left. Seeing stuff like what? I don't know. We started seeing trees pop up where there weren't any. Mm -hmm. People kept trying to walk on solid ground, but there was nothing but pit, and they just kept falling through. Mm. People were starting to go crazy. I think it was the economy. Yeah, that made me crazy, too. Um, Brent, how would you feel about me picking this lock right now? What? I'm going to pick this lock. I just want to check. You didn't steal those babies, right? What? I don't know. You're picking locks. Look, I don't steal babies. I don't, how do you even steal a baby? Like, how would we have walked out of your, like, hospital with full-on baby? Like, just think for two seconds, Brent. Can you do that for me? Oh, I'm God. hurting right now, and you're just, like, throwing shit my way, and I just need to go and look into this pit. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. And he just grabs the padlock and rips it off with his bare hands. Oh, wow, Brent. You're so strong. We cut over to Vince. <sighs> you- it's so nice to be... Back at the office where I don't have to deal with any security guards of either end of the age spectrum. <laughs> Suddenly a security guard bursts into the room. <laughs> Played by CJ. <laughs> <laughs> you, what are you doing there? I'm you from an alternate dimension. All right, none of, All right, none of that. <laughs> uh, but what you do have is two babies and a knock at the door. And as you look... You see the clock has struck midnight. Can I say just in that time before anything happened that I put the the marking stuff on the babies? Oh, oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, Abe in his alchemical experiments has made 
Vince a little bit of a potion that helps him track things. Uh, you can spread it on whatever you need to, and then later you'll be able to find that thing. Is that, am I summarizing it correctly? Yeah, I imagine it's like invisible, but like with my magnifying glass, I can see like a light trail. Mm. Like I imagine that's how that works. Yes. All right. Fantastic. So yeah, you spread a little bit of that onto the babies and there is a knock at the door. Well, there's no dilly dally. Well, Frank, that wasn't you, correct? Thank you. Frank, um, this might go badly. Uh, if it does, I want you to tell everybody that I'm proud of them and let Abe know that I'm kind of mad that every quest he goes on just ends with him having a warm beverage with someone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, Vince opens the door. There's nothing there, but you do hear a small buzz mm -hmm. as a grasshopper flies into the room. Can I can I keep eyes on the grasshopper as it goes about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just flying around the ceiling. Mm -hmm. uh, who do I have the honor of addressing? The grasshopper stops, lands on the bulb, and crawls, and its head turns, and it stares directly at you, and it moves its mandibles, and it seems as though it's investigating you. Um, I move my head identically, like the same kind of like jerky like this and like even like crack my jaw for no reason. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the grasshopper drops and as it does, its carapace sheds and it grows and before you stands a woman with long silver hair and a dress that seems to be made of matted and mulched leaves. Hello. Oh, nope. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Did you no, did you, no, did you want please, to, by I all means, I'm, I'm in your place. I'm rude. No, you, no, I... You're no, I, entrance. Oh, uh, Let's start over. Okay. Hello. Oh, oh, okay, God. hold on. <laughs> you go first. All right. I'm here for the children. Now, do I have the honor of addressing the holder of the contract or just a representative? I am beholden to the owner of the contract, and I am here to do his bidding. I have been sent to bring the children back, and you will not stand in my way. Children, plural. No, just one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> About to say, imagine your contract only grants you access to one. Yes. Well, if you don't mind, I'll just be taking the child. Well, there is a bit of an issue. I am beholden to my client to protect that child. Hmm. Then it seems we are at an impasse. Perhaps there's something I could offer you. Interesting. I was going to make the same appeal. Interesting. I'm already obliged to one person, but if our contracts don't conflict, I suppose I could undertake a new obligation. What did you have in mind? Well, I just imagine that you might be in a wee bit of trouble with whoever you work for, seeing as you botched the job last time. Wouldn't you love to go back to them with an offer of enticement that showed that your disaster was actually an opportunity? Hmm. Go on. Let's just say that I'm a gambling man. Interesting. Speaking of which, we cut back to Abe, <clears throat> sitting at a table with John D. And he says, okay, Abe, what'll it be? Let me just point out, Abe, I have to be honest with you. I'm so, so good at Texas Hold'em. Don't pick Texas Hold'em. I'm so, so good at Texas Hold'em. Okay, I'm not going to do Texas Hold'em then. Oh, that's kind of a disappointment. I never get to play. <laughs> I'm just... we'll, we'll play some other time, okay? Okay. It's Mahjong, isn't it? You want to play Mahjong? No, it's not Mahjong. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me think here. I'm deciding what I want to play. I imagine John Diaz like a board game shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Settlers of Catan. He's just been playing by uh, himself. Oh. 
<laughs> what I do, what I do is I take the I take the game down. I make one move, and then I wait three years, and then I make another move because you know in that time, shut up, babe. In that time, I have forgotten what my intention was with that move. So it's a fresh attack every time. That's smart. Uh, you know, we've been playing chess a lot. Yes. I think it's time for a rematch. <gasps> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I did just crap my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like bones. It was this bat, it was this water bottle and the crate. Oh good, because it sounded like a rat scurrying by, <laughs> which, you know, this teapot dome is very nice, so that could really terrify a guy. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if, once you get a rat in a teapot, it's never coming out. That's it, there are a thousand more you don't see. <laughs> Alright, Abe, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. 20 years of your life, 20 years of my life, pink slips in the pot. Okay. All right, Nathan, it's one roll. Because I have been playing John uh-huh. in chess uh-huh. pretty frequently uh-huh. and have an idea of how he plays, Sure. do I get an advantage? Let me tell you how chess works. When two people play- <laughs> They know how each other, <laughs> each other plays. So John, yes you do, but John knows how you play and that cancels it out. Okay. Oh, oh no. After three hours of play, actually, that take that back. Uh, <laughs> that would be. He gets, he gets fool's check. <laughs> yeah, okay, tell you what. Abe makes a very dramatic opening gambit, and John, and John immediately moves a couple pieces around. Abe moves another piece, and boom, immediately in checkmate. It's an absolute fool's check. So uh, once that happens, mm-hmm. uh, Abe, Abe looks at John and goes, how fast is it going to happen? I don't like to tell you this, but we're going to have to do it now. Abe grabs onto the table, which is wood, uh-huh. and spends both of his food points to turn his body into wood. <laughs> what? So that it can age and maybe not have as much. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Abe does that, and he does it. As John D makes contact with him, and you can see white light shooting up out of John D's hand, but he looks startled and terrified by the fact that you've turned into wood, and he's shaking his head and going, no, no! And then there's a crack, and there's a snap of lightning somewhere in the air, and he goes, hey, why did you do that? I thought wood doesn't really age much more gracefully than flesh does. Abe, I didn't take the 20 years from you They must have come from somebody else. Who? Whoever is most important to you. Shit. And we cut back to Tina. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Pissed I'm not 20 years older. Um. (laughs) Okay, um, so we're in. Yeah, you are standing in the uh, you're standing in the construction site, and there's debris everywhere. But it seems to be now being overtaken by plants. And in front of you, you can see a little grove of trees, a little circle of trees grown around this pit. Mm. And as you make your way in, you smell mulched leaves. Okay, all right, there it is. Um, hey, Brent. Oh yeah, sorry. I, did you want me here? I thought you just wanted to stare into this pit alone. I um. Yeah, I, I'm going to take some time, and I, but I appreciate everything you've done for me. All right. Hey. Maybe see you around. I don't, I don't know. If you ever need anything benched, or squatted, or barbell curled. That means a lot. Thank all right. You. Hey, you get home safe, all right? We're all just people. We are. 
We're all just people trying. We're all just people trying to be swole. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. And he walks away, high-stepping and doing lunches. (laughs) Okay. Hey, you weird walking guy. What are you doing over there? (laughs) You hear uh, Brent... you sense Brent try to rear back and punch this guy, and then you hear, <laughs> and you hear a very big body get flipped onto the ground. Oh my Not God. today, crime. <laughs> and I'm just going to try to like be as stealthy and, and small as possible, and I'm going to, I guess, uh, move towards where I'm smelling more of the like mulch, but very <laughs> sneakily and like hyper aware of my surroundings. Yeah. Um. You don't see anything, but the smell increases, and you hear faint music as those strings are being struck and tuned. Yep, definitely moving towards that as quietly as possible. Yes. You reach the edge of the pit. And I'm looking in the pit? You're standing right on the edge of the pit, but the sound of the strings seems to be coming from that pit. From inside. From somewhere just in the air in front of you. Your feet are right on the edge. Okay, so is can I see any kind of way to like climb down into the pit? No, it no. just looks completely normal. But the sound is coming from about eye level, and I would say about three yards ahead of you. But I don't see anything. You don't see anything. <sighs> okay, I'm like, do I? Is it because it's so dark, or is nope. magic? Right? No, nope. okay. it's magic. <laughs> Fuck. Um, are there any cats around? Uh, roll to see if there's a cat around. Look around for a cat. Three. That's a no nope. and. No. It's just a no. Oh, it's just a fuck. It's just a flat so no. Maybe I can ask a cat. You whip your head around, and there are no cats. No cats. Okay. Um, is there like a? I know. So now there's a bunch of trees and stuff mm-hmm. growing. Mm-hmm. Can I can I climb one of those trees? Uh, yeah, you can climb one of the trees. Okay, I'm gonna try to climb the tree. Maybe if I'm like looking at it from a different angle. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, you climb up one of the trees, and as you do, you're climbing up over the pit. Uh, the boughs sort of hang over the pit, and one starts to bend under your weight, leaning you down over the water. In fact, it seems like it's about to crack. Okay. What, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. <laughs> you gotta roll and see if you can go back. Okay, I'm going back. Nope. No, and but that is three. No that is three. I'm a rough no day. ands. I'm having Damn, a rough day. Tina, you're the worst at rolling. I in this honestly game. am. It's <laughs> amazing. No, actually, you grow. I think at the last end of the last adventure, you got a very good one. I did. So I save them for when it's important. The branch cracks and you fall head first into the pit. No, no I hate water. <laughs> but you don't hit water. Oh, you no. smash your head into dirt. In fact, you find yourself in a lush green field, but you're bleeding out of your mouth because you've just crashed your face into the dirt. In front of you, there is a man sitting half naked on a rock. Uh, he has a loincloth made of mulched leaves, and he's strumming a lyre. He's got a great bushy red beard and curly red hair, and he sort of laughs as he sees you pick yourself up. He goes, <laughs> that was a sight. Oh, hey, shit. Ouch, do you have a napkin? <laughs> <laughs> he rips a leaf off of his loincloth. I'm just going to take it real slow. How long have you been wearing this loincloth? Oh, I've been wearing this about as long as I can remember. 
Oh, yeah? How long is that? Oh, since about the beginning of time and magic. What brings you into the Fairylands? Honestly, I was just looking for food. Do you have any? Uh, as you stand up and look around, kind of take your bearings, you notice that the pit that you came from and the construction site are all gone. It's just fields and meadow as far as you can see. And he goes, oh, no, we don't eat around here. That might be a problem for you because I think you're probably going to stay a while. What? And we cut back to Vince. (laughs) I assure you, in all your time collecting for your employer, you have not met a being such as myself. And what sort of being might that be? That may give away the game, because here is the proposition I make. I would love to meet your employer and have a little gamble with him. Or her. It's a him. All right. Very well. Interesting. He is of a gambling nature. I'll take you to him. But what do I personally get out of it? Well, once again, a fine opportunity for one such as yourself to show that you can bring in new clientele to your boss. I want out of my contract. I don't care about being a good employee. I want my powers back. You have a contract, too. Yes, it's the only way business gets done. It's hard to explain. Someone might fuck up and fumble over it a lot if they tried. No, impossible. It seems very cut and dry that even the most basic of public speaker could accomplish. Sure, very good. (laughs) No. Does yours have such a loophole as the name game? No, nothing like that for me, I'm afraid. It was very specific. I was to perform three tasks of his choosing. How many have you done? This will be my third. Then you'll be out of the contract. And I will be out of the contract. You have to deliver the baby for that to be successful. Indeed. But then that's very simple. You deliver me and the babies. Interesting. Interesting. Very smart. And she waves her hand and the door slams open uh, and she lifts her hand and the babies sort of float towards her and she says follow me of course you're the creepy lady <laughs> what <laughs> so just 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 as a small business owner first impressions are very important uh-huh you could try to be I'm sorry, I don't mean to judge your your candor. It just seems like you're trying as hard as you can to scare me. <laughs> how dare you? I am, this is just how I am. She snaps her fingers and she turns back into a grasshopper, but you also shrink down and she you are now standing on your own desk holding both babies and she flexes her wings and her thorax as if to say, hop on. Oh, great. Ah... Uh... All right, come on, come on, children. Let us ride the freaky bug lady to who knows where. I can still hear. Oh, God, how do you talk with that mandible? Yeah, <laughs> we, cut back, we cut back to Abe. Does Abe at least know, have knowledge of the names? Uh, John D., uh, still shaking his head and looking really upset, goes over to his bookshelf, pulls down a book, and he pulls out a page of one, and there's a list of six names on it. Abe, like, like walks over, rips the page out of the book, mm-hmm. and says, John, I'm sorry, I gotta go, and leaves. All right. You run up the ladder, and John goes, stupid man. Can I say one thing? Uh-huh. Uh, when I did that whole jazz jumping on, that, uh, mm-hmm. I left my magnifying glass behind. 
Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. CJ leaves this magnifying glass behind him and just to see how that shakes out. All right. Okay. Uh, he has handed you the list and you are bolting through the graveyard. You reach the gates and the security guard is still there. Thanks. Bye. Wait, what? Huh? Wait, who? Where'd you get that piece of paper? Don't worry about it. Uh, and... and that's when he has his heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I regret that I didn't blackmail more patrons. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Abe, uh, Abe goes to Ravenswood. Oh, interesting. What's in Ravenswood? Uh, he goes up to an apartment building uh-huh. and starts like starts basically like ringing a buzzer. You ring the buzzer a few times and then you hear a voice come over the intercom. It says, hello, uh, who is... Jessica, oh. Jessica. Oh, God. It's what? Zadie. Ah. Jessica, it's Zadie. Let me in. Oh, fine. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I... Oh, my God. What is... What? And you hear the buzzer cut off. After about five minutes, you hear the door buzzer go, and you run up the stairs, and the door is already unlocked. And you run in and you find a young woman, or what used to be a young woman, sitting on the couch, staring at her hands, pulling strands of gray hair in front of her face in awe and horror. Jessica, I'm so sorry. What did you do? This is you? I, it didn't, it wasn't supposed to be. You, you. It always... wasn't supposed to be. I've got, I, I've got some tricks that I thought I would show you one day, but I didn't, I, I didn't think it was. What is this? Is this forever? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so sorry. Mom was absolutely right about you. Get out. Let me help you. Get out. Let me help you. Take a roll. I'm going to say take a roll at negative. That's a a, a no but. She pushes you out the door. Go ahead. As as she pushes me out the door, I pull one of Vince's uh, business cards out of my Mm -hmm. pocket and I basically like throw it on the ground. Okay. And that'll be your that'll be that'll your be butt. butt, yeah. And she slams the door, and you don't hear anything else except for the sound of heavy breathing and crying, and the chill Ravenswood night closes in on you. We cut back to Sassy. Oh, uh, did you, did you say Fairyland? <laughs> <laughs> we now interrupt that domestic scene to return you. Yes, you find yourself in Fairyland. Uh, fairies aren't real. Oh, we're... <laughs> <laughs> he looks deeply perplexed. <laughs> uh hate to tell you, but yes, we are, and yes, I am. Oh, you're a fairy. Yes. Prove it. Well, are you looking to get back to the mortal realm? I don't know. Maybe. What's your deal? This is nice here. I guess I have to because I got to eat. Yes, you've managed to step through a fairy circle. Classic mortal blunder. But I can help. I'm uh, sort of an ambassador and tour guide. Oh, okay. I mean, if you want to show me around, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Ah, well, this is the plains. Okay. And they go on forever, as long as I want them to. Is this all in your brain? Uh, no, we're not. To, we're, are, are you thinking of Inception? I don't know. I don't see a lot of movies. Yes, I am. Yeah, thinking of Inception, yes. I sometimes go to the mortal realm for big movies. Leo. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He cares about the earth. He does. (laughs) 
Well, I suppose I can help you escape, but there's going to be a small price to pay. It's just how the economy works around here. What's the price? Oh, you just have to do me a favor sometime. I do you a favor. Anytime. It doesn't have to be now. Was this like one of those gorilla paw things where I'm going to get impounded? A what? (laughs) (laughs) I assure you this is not a gorilla paw. Okay. It's more of a, have you ever heard of a Rumpelstiltskin? (laughs) Uh, No, what's that? Uh, It's hard to explain, but tell you what. And he pulls out a long strip of bark and a, what looks to be a hollow reed that has berry juice dripping out of it and he says just sign here uh what i don't know i don't even know who you are ah well that's the catch you see i can't tell you why not you just can refer to me as a friend (sighs) that seems shady as hell dude i know but it is Hmm. I can get you back to the mortal world. You just have to be willing to do me a small favor. Tell me what it is now. Oh, I haven't decided yet. I don't know what you're good for. Well, not much, to be honest with you. Um, That's not true. No, don't sell yourself short. I, I might be. I oh, you're beautiful and talented and wonderful. Uh, but that's not what I came here for. But, um, I mean, is this something you guys, you do a lot? We do this all the time. What's the last contract you did? Ah, it was a good one. Yeah, what was it? Well, let's see here. I managed to trick the queen of all fairies into basically being my handmaiden, working for me as a gopher. That's messed up, dude. Why? (laughs) Or do you support aristocracy? Uh, no, I don't. I just think that, like, to take a lady and, like, make her do your bidding. Well, I mean, you know, just to take a person and make you do your bidding is the fairy thing. You picked a lady. I didn't pick a lady. She just happened. Okay. Well, I feel very on trial here. (laughs) Like, I just, I can stay here and do this all day. Well, (laughs) well, no, I feel like. Look, if you want to hang out with me until eternity, we can go back and forth for a while. (laughs) Uh, Roll a die. I think you've got him flustered. (laughs) No. That's a no, but uh, as you guys are arguing, uh, the world seems to flicker around you, and you find yourself, as it flickers, uh, back on the gravel just at the edge of the pit. He doesn't seem to notice. You're still arguing. Can I, uh, if I tried to bolt, I wouldn't uh, get out. Right? I think you could try to bolt. I'm going to try to run. All right, go I'm for just, it. Do I ever roll right? Um, you're very quick. I'm going to give you two. Okay. That's a no but. They're double both double, no buts. Oh, God. Uh, all right. Suddenly, the world snaps back to being the giant field, but... In front of you, you can see a stone archway. It looks a little bit like Stonehenge, almost. Uh, and bef- and through it, you can actually see your way back to the construction site. You're, I would say, oh, you're a good distance away from him. So I think you can make it, but he's closing in quickly. And we cut back to Vince, who is just downtown. He's made it all the way downtown, and he's outside of the construction site. feel like it took longer for you to get smaller for us to travel. I move more quickly when I'm small. 
good for you. I just said, like, the appreciative of what talents you have in any state. Anyway, this seems like a construction site. Yes, this is where the fairy circle is, the largest that has ever existed. Well, thank you for flying us past that scrawny guard who clearly hides a killer's eye. <laughs> yeah, the guard is eating, uh, he is eating his food, and he for a moment thinks about just stabbing the grasshopper out of the air with his fork, <laughs> but then decides not to. Uh, well, all right, so this is where one goes to contact a fairy, eh? And you land on the dust, and she turns back into a woman, and you roll through the gravel, kind of cutting up your suit. She is holding both babies. Why? Why? How? Why? <laughs> uh and you reach the edge. There have been sacrifices made all around. Uh, Abe's, oh. <laughs> Abe's granddaughter losing 20 years and Vince's uh, oh, suit. This, oh, I've had this for like 10 years. <laughs> uh, I actually, I wanted to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I'll ask you on air because I was just wondering this. Please. Um, I, I have a magic spell of which I, I heal things or repair things. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you would allow me superficially to use that magic to always fix my clothes. Oh, yeah, fantastic. So, like, anytime I get a small terror spill on it, <laughs> I instantly, like, fix it? Yeah, that's absolutely going to happen. Very good. All right. So, he, he looks great. <laughs> this has cost me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no one has had to sacrifice anything. <laughs> this has been a wonderful night all around. I'm working on not sacrificing. Yeah. Yep. In fact, Vince, as you dust yourself off, you hear faintly sassy shouting your name. <laughs> that was clearly the shout of my name from wait and he like, like he like his eyes turned directly to the center of the pit mm-hmm. hmm. and he kind of does the exam uh, even though I'm going to pretend like I don't know what's going on I'll okay. do a classic Abe uh, attention to detail mine to see if there's anything out of whack sure two okay yeah two's fine hey look hey, yes yes but yes but uh in fact, as you are looking, you do notice that the air at the edge of the pit begins to shimmer, and you see Sassy's head burst out of the out of the thin air, but a hand reaches out and grabs her by the shoulder. Mm. What do you do? I I reach as a matter of fact, but I'm uh, how far away is that from me? I would say it is about seven yards. Ooh, I can I can close that. Uh what, what literally what, what Vince would like to do is just take like two steps forward and whack that hand with his walking stick. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Uh, is that s- the sword fighter coming to that? Yeah, I'm going to give you three or two for that. Okay. Ooh, that's oh, double one. snake eyes. Oh, no. It's just that. regular snake eyes. Double would be four. <laughs> I rolled seven die. All one. <laughs> that is quite bad yeah. especially because it is magical yeah. uh that hand reaches up from sassy's shoulder another hand reaches up grabs her other shoulder and the hand that was originally grabbing her shoulder grabs your stick and yanks you through into Shit. a vast and empty field mm. the fairy lady steps through behind you and she turns to the man with the red beard and says well I've brought the children. I have both. And I've brought these. And she kicks you while you're down. Oh. Hi, Sassy. And we cut back to Abe. <laughs> uh, Abe Abe walks melancholily through Ravenswood and makes his way back 
makes his way slowly back to uh, uh, Marcus and Tamara's apartment. Oh, interesting. Okay. You go all the way up to the top of Niagara Towers to apartment 1606, and Marcus and Tamara Brentwood open the door. Tamara, read the names on this sheet of paper. What? Read uh, the names oh, on this yeah, sheet of yeah. paper. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, Milo Millet Seed, Gordon Gord, Bill Millet, Reed Reed, Lion Leaf, Milo Mushroom? What am I supposed to do with these? Nothing happens as she says any of that. Who are you? You don't remember me? I don't think we met. Oh no, we you're right, we didn't meet. I'm I'm Abe Cohen. <laughs> Who are you? Do you remember that do you remember that lady that you met outside of the bank? Yeah. I'm an associate of hers. I'm trying to help you out. Oh wait. Is one of these his name? I think so. I don't know. Which one? I don't know which one. Oh god. Well we've gotta we've gotta find him. We've gotta get to we've gotta get to where he can hear these. We can just read these at him. Where is he? That pit. That's where I was supposed to... Okay, well then, you and me, we're going to the pit. All right. Uh, Marcus, you're a hot piece of butt. Let's go Let's go as well, okay? <laughs> hey, all right, fantastic. <laughs> uh, and they take you down the elevator to the garage, and you get into Tamara Brentwood's uh, Maserati, and she tears out of the garage. Uh, Abe, you're crumpled in the back because it's a two-seater. You're... Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, why am why is the old man in the back? Uh, sorry, man. This uh this is just sort of taking the shape of my butt. I didn't feel right. It uh, is, it's a nice butt. Thank you. Uh, I would say it's going to take you a little bit long. You're already downtown, so it's not going to take too too long for you to get to the pit. But it's going to take a minute. In fact, mm-hmm. um, roll one die, and we'll see. Depending on how good or bad it is, we'll see how quick you get there. It's a no. It's a no. All right, so you're not going to get there. You're not going to get there this turn. You hit a red light. At two in the morning. It's still. It's still rough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We cut back to Tina and Vince lying on the ground. He says he has a deal for you. Uh, Vincent stands up, brushes himself off, cleans his suit, uh, fixes it, indicating a, a small little bit of magic in doing that, and he's like. Hello, uh, I understand you are the holder of the contract that puts this child's life in peril. Oh, not in peril, just in servitude to my whims. So, we have a word for servitude without choice where I'm from. Oh, yeah, sure, but it's a contract situation. You know what? All right, fine. I'm just getting attacked from all sides <laughs> just here. just trying to make lady slaves over here. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look... I, you know what? It. Uh, That's why she's a lady too, isn't she? Yeah. Oh God, mm-hmm. I, I am not coming out of this looking good. <laughs> yeah, you see, you just kidnap babies and keep oh, your name clean. You. And there you go. <laughs> but I understand it is your way, and so I would like to play by your rules. I would like to offer you a bit of a gamble. Interesting. What did you have in mind? I would like to play for the life of the child, set free. Hmm. In exchange... Me too, dude. Oh, yes, and of course, uh, safe passage for my compatriot. Very well. In exchange, I will offer you... uh, Fine. I will offer you this, and uh, Vincent offers his walking stick. Uh, However, there is a bit of a glamour on it. I don't know if you have the perception or ability to see through it. Uh, The fairy takes it in its hand. Vince, describe what happens. 
uh, through uh, perceiving if he is a, mm-hmm. a very powerful magician, he is able to see past the glamour, and it is now a walking stick. Instead, it becomes a very majestic silver sword, and not just a normal sword, but uh, one that pulsates with a kind of radiant energy that is probably as powerful as radiant gets. Uh, the fairy drops it in horror and shock, and he looks at Vince and goes, huh, very interesting. I haven't seen one of these in person, nor have I seen one of you in person. And Vince bends down and picks that back up <laughs> and says, well, uh, the game I wish to play is very simple. I believe I can guess your name before you can guess mine. Interesting. I've never had one of these before. I'm being Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> I'd said I'd play by your rules. Very good. Yes, let us play. Now, the rules, uh, however you wish it would be fair, I suggest I know you're a bit of a gamesman. Um, do you fence? I, what? <laughs> or do you have someone who could fence or some other game? And I just say, with each point, we one of us will give a hint or riddle to the other. As ah, to the true nature of their name. Very good. Well, I suppose... Uh, and he looks over at the uh, woman in the leaf-like dress and says, Well, your contract's not complete until I possess the child, so you will fence in my stead. Uh, and from the ground grows a young sapling, which she grabs by the branches as it comes up. And as she does that, it forms into a sword, and she pulls it up, and the roots wrap and form a sharp tip, and she takes an on-guard stance. And we cut back to Abe. Abe... You get to roll two dice now to see if you get to the pit. Yes, and All right. Not only do you get to the pit, but the kid is gone and you burst through. Uh, you drive, uh, Tamara, in her excitement, drives straight through the gate, bursting it down. You both tumble out and you run over to the edge of the pit. She's dragging you. She stops dead at the edge and you're standing Looking out over the empty water, what do you do? Read the names. Read the names loud. Uh, she says, Abe, you didn't see the contract. It's not going to work unless he's on the mortal plane. <sighs> okay, and so I assume this is some, like, bridge into fairyland or whatever. It's kind of like a Terabithia. Sure, okay. <laughs> I didn't read that one. <laughs> it's got a very sad ending. <laughs> okay, I'm sure it does. Uh, okay, well, let's get him out of here. How do, is there a way to summon him? I don't know. I Okay, hold on. Let me think for a second. Okay. I think of any is there anything that I can think of to like summon fairies or summon beings or even maybe get their attention? Um I want you to roll roll one die and see if you can hear anything. Kind of like Vince heard Sassy shouting. No but. Uh you don't hear anything, but you do see Flashes of light uh, coming from in the middle of the pit. We cut back to Vince and Sassy, and in the middle of the field, Vince is fencing with the uh, fairy midwife, and every time their blades strike together, there's a huge burst of light, uh, sparks flying off of them. In fact, her sword is starting to catch fire. Uh, Vince, I want you to roll. You get two for this. Ooh, oh, good. Yeah, (sighs) yes, Yes, but. Uh, All right. You manage to touch her on the shoulder with your sword, but she trips you and you fall backwards. And she says, very well, you get one clue. 
his name begins with M. Mm-hmm. Thank you kindly. Shall we continue? She allows you to stand up. Sassy, what do you want to do while this is happening? Um, oh my god. I'm... Shit. I'm so worried about his walking stick. It really brings his outfit together. <laughs> Thank you. That is the priority. <laughs> um, I'm... I'm going to kind of like try to talk to uh, him, I guess, as he's the fairy, mm-hmm. as he's watching, um, and just be like, what, you don't fence? No, I'm more of a lover than a fighter. I like playing music. I like frolicking in fields. Oh, so you just make women do all the work for you? Now, see, you keep coming back to this and like, <laughs> I mean, we could, you know, uh, what is going on out there? <laughs> this was never an issue before. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's been an issue for a while and you just haven't been paying attention. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> and he changes his ways. <laughs> nope, he puts his head back in the sand. <laughs> no. no. Uh, Vince, I want you to roll uh, two die. Let's see how you do. Mm. Yeah, it's, yes, yes, buddy. She manages to hit you, but she has pushed you far enough back that you your head falls through that stone gate and you're looking up as a disembodied head right at Abe. Get him out into this world. Oh, sure. Right away. And I <laughs> immediately stand right back up. Uh, I believe I owe you a clue. You owe me a clue. My name begins with V. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, are we just going to spell our names? Is this, are we playing horse? <laughs> no, I, I am matching your hint. I had a riddle ready. Oh, well, shoot. I wish I had done a riddle. <laughs> it's been a lot better. <laughs> uh, well, this is, you apparently are not as clever as I am, and I immediately jump back to fencing. Oh, roll two die to see if you hit her. Actually... Do you want, how are you, uh, are you going to try to do what Abe said well, and get him yeah, out? Well, yeah, what I want to do, but I want to see how successful this is. Mm-hmm. If it is successful, can I do something? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. explain what I want to do? Sure. <gasps> Ooh. Yes, it's a yes and! Right. So, I would like, like, that he pulls, he strikes a blow and pulls in and says, you know, if I win, I can make sure that he owes, I mean, I can make sure that he is completely humiliated for what he did to you. Go on. Um... And it's, it's, it's like strikes back and comes in. It's like if we get him outside the gate, we can completely depower him. And then I come back. Interesting. And I'm over here talking to him, right? <laughs> He's not paying attention. What do you mean, handmade has a whole new connotation? Look, man, it's messed up, and it's like becoming reality. <laughs> People are wearing it in protest, dude. Oh no. Yeah, it's like. I don't know what you Wait, did with the- Handmade from the Margaret Atwood book? Yeah, dude. Oh, I love the Margaret Atwood book. And you've book. read the book? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I want to say that now, as we're fighting, I am uh, edging p- towards the game. Okay. Uh, I think she is now on your side, so uh, she nods to you and acts as though you have just shoved her and flies backward through the gate. He stands up because now he can't see and he was really invested in the fight. Uh, and what do you do? I was like... Villain, don't try to escape that way, and I jump through after her. Uh, You stand out in the middle of the field, and she's standing there waiting and watching the gate as well. And I just put my hands up like, 
she she nods at you and you see the Brentwood standing there with Abe who is uh, unfolding himself from the car seat still. And as he's out of the thing, he says, yeah, you know, I never read Handmaid's Tale. I just haven't read it yet. Hot Abe, uh, oh. he's about to come oh, out here. Okay, so oh, we got to get ready. Can I like run? Yes. Where they ran, and I'd be like, come get me, bitch. <laughs> uh, he dives out after you, and he follows. First, Sassy jumps through the gate, and he follows right on her heels and skids on the dirt and looks around at everybody just standing there. The babies are uh, in read, his arms. Read, read, <laughs> Uh And she goes, I've got the list. Gordon Gord. And he looks confused. Read, read. Oh, is that what you were saying? Read, read. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Suddenly it dawns on him what's happening. Abe, I want you to roll two die um, because he's on. He's sort of on the back foot, but I think she's going to need some sort of encouragement to read faster. That's a yes, but. He manages to shove his head back through the gate, but the rest of his body is still sticking out. What do you guys want to do? I'm right here. Uh-huh. I'm going to um, grab him okay. and pull him back out. All right. You're, you've got cat... Uh, have you used your... I you haven't used any of my... I move with feline agility, and I am willing to use all of my cat senses to really, like, grab him and hold him. All out. right, if you want to do it. Yeah. All right, three, so you get four dice total because you've spent all three of your points. Oh, come on, don't put this up. Two yes buts. Okay. Um, you managed to yank him so quickly out that he rolls through the gravel and he rolls right up to Tamara Brentwood and he gives her a death glare and he reaches up and tries to snatch the list out of her hands and he does he gets it now it's completely dependent upon your guys memories of the names fuck he, uh, he hasn't told us oh that's right I haven't it's said all anything. Abe have, yeah. he's the we only one who knows oh Abe's the only one who knows I can try to get it for, I'm still holding him right yeah I'm, you can try to get it back from him. him yeah we need that paper we need that paper what's, that paper's got all, the names the, the paper's name? got uh, all the names of fairies that does one of them begin are, with an M yes there's like mill something or other mill, mill it fuck I didn't hear it no. uh, oh, <laughs> mill it it's mill it could she because it's nature based so that makes yeah. mill it yeah I'm gonna I'm just gonna bite into his neck okay <laughs> you bite into his neck uh, and he sees uh, the he hears oh. you say M and he starts to look wild and afraid and he starts trying to claw his way back with the paper in his hand. Can I uh, bless Sassy? Yes. That, let me do that with two points. Uh, so actually, that's gonna be three altogether. And mm-hmm. I heard him say, "Get the paper." With mm-hmm. my book smart, mm-hmm. I I think Abe is better at remembering this kind of stuff than Nathan mm-hmm. is. Can I roll book smart and see if I remember you an can. M name? This might be useful yes. Thing. So uh, you roll first. Let's yeah. See if I'm needed. That's a yes and. That's a yes and. There were two. One of them was Milo Millet Seed, and the other one was Milo Mushroom. Uh, I, I I say those names to tomorrow. Milo Millet Seed and Milo Mushroom. When you say Milo Millet Seed, he shrieks, and the air reverberates, and the clouds start to move faster. The trees seem to grow incredibly fast. They bear fruit. The fruit drops off and rots, and then the trees wither away, and you can see him. He turns into a skeleton. His bones wither away. Then he grows back like a plant coming back until he's fully formed back, and suddenly one of the babies vanishes. Then the midwife stands up straighter, She takes her sword, walks over to him, and jams it through his eye. 
pinning him to the ground, and he writhes and suddenly goes still. Damn, because wow. I'm right there. Yeah, yeah uh, it went right past Sassy's head. What the fuck? <laughs> well, that's that. Well, as you can see, I've honored our arrangements. You are free and completely bested your foe. Indeed. And he got what he deserved. I mean... Vince, ask her out. What? Ask her out. I'm... I mean, you seem charming and you know quite your way around a sword. I tell you what, here, here's my card. If you ever need business, have any business on Earth, please get in contact with us. business. Interesting. She's a grasshopper. I just want you to know that. <laughs> you just, you don't go out that much. <laughs> I understand. And maybe I'm just not ready yet. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, too, am recovering from lost love. If you ever want to get a tea and talk about it. Okay, well, actually, that's a very nice offer. Maybe I'll take you up on it. Wonderful. <laughs> That sounds like a deal. (laughs) (laughs) She fades back into the grove. Uh, Every time I start dating again. (laughs) Uh, Tamara walks over and picks up the child lying on the ground, and she holds it. So, um, let this be a lesson to you about thinking you can achieve something and not having it cost you something in the future. That's a terrible thing to say right now. Um, the reason that baby was in danger is because you thought you could get infinite wealth for free. You're right. Do they still get it? I don't... Maybe you want to take a quick glance at your bank account. She pulls up her bank app, and they look at it, and it's like... And her face falls, and she goes, I don't know what I expected. Well... It's all gone? I know I have their credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the credit cards still have the limits the credit cards have. <laughs> and she goes, that's fine. This is better. I like this better. Once again, I, I don't mean to you know, add insult to injury, but now that you are parents, it is important that we recognize whose fault this was. <laughs> <laughs> whose? Really? <laughs> <laughs> just, why is it important that we recognize that it right now? It doesn't matter. We just We need to be paid for our services, I think. Oh, um, yeah, I, Brent, uh, not Brent, uh, yeah, Brent appears, no, uh, (laughs) Marcus says, I think I could probably sell some stuff on eBay, I've got kind of a lot, if you just want to wait a week, I think I can probably get you the money. $50,000. $50,000! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mean to, to blackmail parents for their child's life by any means. To be fair, what's 20% of a baby? Yeah, All right. man. <laughs> it's either its feet or it's $50,000. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, perhaps we could strike a bit of a deal. Uh, I know that's oh. a bit of a buzzword around <laughs> Their here. eyes go wide. <laughs> yeah, but this, we will, we will accept a modest fee. But in addition to that... Brent, you said you were a bit of a social media influencer, yes? Marcus. That's Marcus. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Breaking up Brent, sorry. Did Mar- somebody say my name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a social media influencer. So, if perhaps you could get word out, and maybe we could get new business this way. But also they should pay us. They will pay us, but they will get a discount for every new client they bring our way. Yeah, I could do that. That sounds great. Is that fair for everyone? Baby, how do you like it? Wait, the 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 
They'll have new a, people will have a discount for our services. I'm saying that they'll pay an installment plan, which we will tick off if they bring us new business. Marcus and yes. tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more okay with that. All yeah, right. All right. I think we can do that. And well, I'm glad we had this negotiation scene. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Really, thank you. And You're welcome. Cherish it. She she cradles her baby and says, "I will." And Marcus strokes the baby's hair, and they climb back into the car, and they drive off. And oh, a young man here. We could have got a ride. <laughs> a young man in a security guard uniform walks up to the shattered gate with <laughs> with his empty food bowl and goes, "Oh no!" Run! <laughs> oh, I faced this opponent before. We're doomed. Run! <laughs> Epilogue, we cut to Melody Investigations. A check has come in the mail, and it's for about $5,000. And uh, Frank is sitting at the computer, and he's trying to figure out Instagram. Uh, He keeps trying to put up photos, but every time you look over his shoulder and he's putting up a photo, there's nothing in the photo. Frank, not everyone needs a social media presence. Yeah, selfies aren't for everyone. Do you want me? If you're going to take selfies, you have to use infrared technology because that's the (laughs) only way that they can pick up ghosts. What do you guys want to do with all this money? I mean, a few of your bills are paid up. It looks like you've got just a little bit of extra cash. Okay, hear me out. My cat bed's getting a little ratty. And I know I tend to sleep in empty boxes more often anyway, but I was at PetSmart. (laughs) (laughs) We could buy you a human bed. Oh. If you would so like. If you prefer a human bed, we can do that. (laughs) I'll take the human bed. Maybe, yeah, very good. We'll we'll get you an actual bed. Uh, Can I take just a quick second? Uh I, I just realized this, talking about this, of the... I don't think we've ever really gone over the layout of the full office. Sure. Uh, just real fast, that, like, that once again, it used to be a dry cleaning office. Mm-hmm. It was part of an apartment building mm-hmm. it was, like, built into it. Um, the front of it, we've turned into the detective's office. Yes. Uh, and then I think it had like a kind of a space for dry cleaning. Yes. And what I'm imagining is that there are rows and rows of racks, like dry cleaning, that has Vincent's various outfits still on it. <laughs> That's why Vincent picked this as building. As well as like hanging bags full of evidence and along the wall we have cases. But we also like sleep there. Right? Yes. Okay. So Do we each have rooms? I imagine you slept on the Winnebago. Probably, yeah. And then I had like a room as made up like a, a small side room in the room and you had slept under something. Like under the couch yeah. in the corners. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, for this I think maybe what we should think about doing is renting an apartment in this building. And so that you can actually have your own place, Sassy. Oh. I've never had my own place. A room of one's own. (laughs) (laughs) Just start imagining. (laughs) And as Sassy drifts off into that reverie, Abe gets... Everything's gonna smell like me. (laughs) Abe gets a buzz in his pocket from a number he hasn't seen in a long, long time and which is blocked when he tries to call it. And that's where we leave it. Very good. Damn. Whoa. (laughs) That was a close... Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoy the show, consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. Write to us on Twitter at Lakeshore Limbo, all one word, or at Lakeshore and Limbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfay. 
Find her on Twitter at TinaHasTweets. Vincent is played by CJ Tor. Find him on Twitter at CJ Tor. Abe was played by Nathan Kaplan. Find him on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. Everyone else was played by me, James Harvey Freely. Find me on Twitter at SlouchyTheLion. This work is based on Foo, the freeform universal RPG, found at http colon forward slash forward slash nathanrussell.net slash foo by Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 Unported License. This episode was recorded at the I.O. Theater. The I.O. Theater is home to Chicago's best improv comedy with shows seven nights a week. They offer classes in improv, writing, and more. Visit ioimprov.com for a full schedule. Our cover art is by Megan McHugh. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersaw. Our music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.